Hey, you guys, we're excited to announce new merch. Go to stonerchickspodcast.com and check out the merch tab to see all of these new hats and mugs that we've got. The mugs say smoke your weed on one side and have a nice little leaf design and they say Stoner Chicks Podcast on the other. And there's beanies that say SYW, you know, we know, smoke your weed. Check it out. There's all different colors. It's going to be a great time. We just wanted to get cozy with you. Some of them have pom-poms. They're going to be really cozy, very fashionable. Stoner chickspodcast.com merch good morning and welcome to stoner chicks the podcast for stoners by Stoner Chicks. This is Grace Penzel. And I am Stephanie Thompson. And I am Phoebe Richards. And this is Kayla Teal, you heard? And that's right. This is Awake and Bake. It's morning time and we are a-baked. Or baking? I have not baked yet. I haven't not baked yet. I'm ready to go in the oven. All right. I am preheated. Me too. Ready (laughs) to pop one in. I have baked. I'm so baked. I smoked some runts. R-U-N-T-Z. Oh, yeah. Listen to that fucking... Listen to that fucking bong. That's beautiful stuff. I really need to buy weed. I've been like... I've been hitting roaches and just like scraping my freaking grinder. I need to go get some fresh flour. You need some flour? Yeah, I was in a remote wilderness area for like the last six days. Welcome back to civilization. Yeah, I didn't stop at the pot shop when I was getting off the mountain. So I'm scraping my grinders as well this morning. (laughs) Oh, man. I searched through my whole closet. I like did a whole overhaul of my closet. And I found so many like, not dropped loose nugs necessarily, but like the like little ends of bags and jars and joints and things in different (laughs) places. And so I'm also smoking kind of a melange of weed, old weed. <laughs> and what about you, Phoebe? Old weed, where the terpenes are gone. <laughs> I'm doing, I got a lot of weed. <laughs> I have endless joints, though they're all, I have no idea what's in them because my boyfriend just leaves me huge packs of joints. That's dreamy. Very dreamy. Steph, you have that post-wilderness glow. Wow. You look like, so. you know, the thing of like, you can tell when someone's just had sex where they like, or look just like so stoked and you've got that vibe. I've been kissed by a Sasquatch. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh man. Well, I was going to wait till later in the app, but we'll just go for it. Steph, we got to know. Yeah. Did you in fact, catch a crawdad i i caught two crawdads wow and then i got greedy and i wanted more crawdads and so (laughs) i i moved the crawdad pot to another spot in the lake that i thought would get get me some more crawdads and one crawled out so i was down a crawdad oh a crawdad escape (laughs) yeah and i Never caught another crowded. So I just left with one and that wasn't enough for a crowded boil. So I didn't eat one. I just threw it back in the lake. Oh, I think that what we made very clear 
was that if you didn't catch and eat a crawdad, you're out of the pod. <laughs> no, <laughs> she caught it. Catch and release still counts as catching. Yeah, I think so, too. Mm, well, you're lucky that Grace and Kayla are so understanding. <laughs> I couldn't taste that sweet, sweet crawdad meat. Mm. <laughs> was that weird, Phoebe? No, I love it. <laughs> okay. You know what else I love? Mmm. Our cuties over at Patreon. Yeah. Thank you for supporting us over on Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash stoner chicks to help us out and get more great eps. Yes. And we have some thank yous to do. Right, Kayla? Thank you to Amy K. Thank you, Amy. Amy. Welcome to Patreon. We love you. Thanks. And thank you to Brittany F. Brittany. I want my Britney back, Britney back, Britney back. <laughs> Britney, Britney F. <laughs> exactly. And see, that could be you. If you sign up for Patreon, we'll maybe sing your name. <laughs> In the Chili's song. <laughs> or a different jingle for or a, a different... different chain restaurant. Oh my gosh. <laughs> The best part of waking up <laughs> is Amy in your cup. <laughs> Spelled with a K. And you know what? That's actually an amazing segue because I have a cup right here. Of juice. Oh. And we all have cups because we decided to all bring a glass of juice to this wake and bake. Steph, what's happening? Your juice. <laughs> your, your cup is clearly empty. Yeah, we all lifted up our full cups of juice and Stephanie has just an empty glass. I haven't prepped it yet because I wanted it to get, I wanted to do it on air, kind of like a... Oh, you wanted to be organic. Sorry, we're fucking this up. Well, here's the thing about the juice thing. I've been in the mountains and I didn't have time to buy juice. So I just raided my fridge and what did I find? What did you find? Something very close to juice, <laughs> I think. I hope it's not a can of tuna fish. It's, ooh, tuna juice. That would have been a great idea. No, it's not. <laughs> or pickle juice? Phoebe it's better. Really the pickle juice is better. Fucking gag. <laughs> it's grape juice that's been fermented. Oh, vino verde. Oh. Steph, you got me turned on to vino verde. I love it. A fresh I... bottle of morning wine. <laughs> Oh Yeah, and I think this is my roommate slash cousin, so I'm technically stealing it. <laughs> but my favorite thing to do with this is to plop some fresh berries. Oh, oh yeah, you've done this for me before. Yeah, so I'm going to toss in some berries, make it more breakfasty, so it's not like I'm a total lush. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. And now I'm done. Stephanie, tell the listeners what Vino Verde is. Vino Verde is a light effervescent green wine, Vino Verde, and it's from Portugal. And it's a, a really nice, like slightly bubbly kind of tart, sweet wine. It's fucking amazing. It's so it is good. It's light and airy and pretty dry. It's my ideal wine. Cheers, Steph. That looks beautiful. Mm. Hey, cheers, everyone. Cheers. Yeah. So sorry, I kind of failed to juice. No. I would never call that a fail. You have berries floating in bubbles. In some <laughs> yes. ways, I think you won. Mm. Okay. I'll go next because Def beats me. Mine's very mediocre. What is it? It is watermelon juice, Ooh. which I do like. The brand Simply Watermelon. They have all the different Simply juices. And I do like watermelon juice a lot. When I went shopping for it, this was on clearance. <laughs> and I was like... Mm. <laughs> I'll save some money. So it was only a dollar. Oh my God. 
for a giant jug. And it's very sweet. It's like very artificially sweetened or? It's not bad at all. It's very fine, but it tastes like a sweet, overly sweet watermelon juice. Do you think they added sugar or is it just a sweet watermelon? Yeah, I think they just found a sweet watermelon. Watermelon's very sweet. Phoebe asshole. It is. I think <laughs> that maybe I'm used to my watermelon juices tasting fresher. Mm. So the fact that this, and I don't know how to put it because this really sounds gross. It sounds, it tastes more distributed. Distributed? Like it, it tastes like it's mass produced. Yes. Oh, yes. I see. Like big batch. I love like in in Santa Fe at my favorite breakfast burrito, like to go restaurant, El Pato Sol. They have in the summertime just a huge thing of fresh agua frescas, like a huge thing of watermelon juice and a huge thing of horchata and oh. uh, fucking going in summer and getting a burrito and a fucking big thing of watermelon juice is the best shit. So I'm on your page, Phoebe. Like some fresh watermelon juice is the best. And and I know what brands are good, but oh, I of just, course. that clearance sticker <laughs> <laughs> just called my name. It pulled you in. It pulled reason. you in. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? Who's next? Kayla, what are you drinking? I'm drinking some pomegranate juice and Ooh. mixed with sparkling water. Wow. I was also scraping the bottom of the barrel with juice. (laughs) I had a little bit of palm juice left. That's what I use for when I make smoothies. And I'm not really sure why. I think just because my mom does. But it's not very Mm. tasty on its own. Palm juice? Yeah. It's kind of like bitter. It's kind of sour. So if I water it down, I put some ice in a glass, then some palm juice, then a bunch of sparkling water, and it's very refreshing. Ooh, nice. Sounds cool. Almost like an Italian soda kind of vibe. It does, in fact, taste like an Italian soda. It's like the Italian soda without the cream, yeah. Yeah. Well, next up is Grace, and I want to say for the listeners, Mm. so you know, Grace is the biggest mystery here because we, other three of us, all have see-through glasses, and her cup not be see-through. My cup not be see-through. It is a, <laughs> it is a juice cup of size, but it's actually Japanese and probably is more for like tea or something. But it uh, was given to me by a dear friend as a birthday gift. And it's the perfect size for a little glass of what I'm drinking, which is Pog or passion orange guava. Yeah. And so passion orange guava is not something that I had ever had until I lived in the Northwest. Like that's not something we had in Santa Fe. So what I would like to do is read you the description on the box of passion orange guava of Pog, for those of you who have not heard it. You guys know Pog? Yeah, I do. My dad was a big fan when I... Growing up, he loved it. Yeah, my boyfriend grew up on Pog. Okay, so (laughs) here we go. This is what the box says. Juice is making my mouth weird. He grew up in Spokane, though, so that's Northwest, but I guess Pog is also big in Spokane. My dad grew up in Seattle. Triple fruit beverage from Concentrate. Passion orange guava. Hawaii's dairy. The magic of Pog. In an enchanting world beyond the pineapple fields and the rainbow gateway of Hawaii, there's a magical village of poglodites. Each day, our furry little friends gather a trio of fruits. 
passion fruit, orange, and guava, and make a one-of-a-kind fresh nectar affectionately called Pog. Before sunrise, Poglodites search orchards across the islands to find the best ingredients. Next, they swirl in happiness and sunshine, and finally add the secret ingredient unique to Hawaii, aloha, all that is good in the world. It's no wonder each sip feels like a fun Hawaiian party in your mouth. All three flavors come alive together with each sip of a favorite island drink for over 20 years. Thanks to our friends at Meadow Gold Dairies, Hawaii's Dairy, we're sharing with the world Pog, a universal elixir of joy. With a big shake here and a big shake there, you may pull... <laughs> here a shake, there a shake, everywhere. Everywhere a shake. You may pour, drink, and experience a fruit beverage that can only be described as Pog-o-licious. Perhaps tempted to save no juice for the rest, we urge you to finish the carton, pound your fists on the table, and chant with pride, I hog pog. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Go on, you pog hogger. Drink until you're... <laughs> This is insanely long (laughs) and absurd. Go on, hog hogger. Drink till your heart's content. (laughs) Cheers. 10% fruit juice. Pasteurize. (laughs) Double W. (laughs) What's happening? Double W. Double W. www.lanamu.com. Wow. So in the time that I was reading that, someone wrote in the chat like wrap it up basically (laughs) 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 anyway so that's what i'm drinking i like they throw 10 percent juice in at the end i anything that's described as a party in my mouth i get a little uncomfortable with huh i don't people do gross stuff at parties People do gross stuff at parties. No, it's like, yeah, why would I want that in my mouth? What, what parties do you go to? Like a party <laughs> is like celebration. Like a celebration in my mouth. You want your mouth to be more like a day at the office. Stephanie's <laughs> thinking of like a frat party. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Or like, I don't know. <laughs> or like the party in Grandma's Boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want that in my Jonah mouth. Jonah Hill just sucking on a titty. Ew. <laughs> My God, I was hoping that I would never conjure that image again. I had to listen to that episode of you describing that multiple times. Now it's part of Stoner Chick's lore. I think Phoebe just cemented it. Yeah, absolutely. My God. Ugh. Well, happy juice time, everyone. Yeah, and I feel committed to drink. I poured a lot of wine in this glass and I really don't want to waste it. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It is a crisp 9.30 a.m. here in Seattle and L.A. Well, as I mentioned before, I just got out of like a five, six day excursion in the mountains. And now I'm like, this is I'm trying to decide how do I live up there? Mm. Like, Mm -hmm. but I know I can't live in the wintertime, so I'd have to snowbird it, like live up there in the summer and then have some place in the lowlands. I'm like, how do I figure that out? And I think I found an answer. Ooh, yay. I could be a camp host. Like at a like campground? A, at a campground. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. And I can just like stay and like, I don't know how, I haven't really looked into it, but I don't know if you can choose the place you want to be. And then I can just like spend a whole four months there and then move to one that has better weather and spend another couple months there and move around. That sounds lovely. And then Carl would be a campground cat. Yes. 
but that's the thing is like that's the complicated problem to my idea is I don't know I'm gonna have to train Carl to not run away in the middle of these remote forests because if she gets out it's gonna be kind of hard to find her I mean selfishly I'm like you also wouldn't be able to record oh I was thinking of getting one of them Starlinks Oh, I, oh, I didn't even is. know about these until you mentioned it once. Wait, what is a Starlink? Wasn't well, that the Elon Musk's company? I, I don't know why I'm mentioning, but you can get your own like hookup to satellites. So you can, I don't know technology, but um, <laughs> you get your own, it's like your own little hotspot, like nice little satellite hotspot. Oh, I was thinking about how you mentioned uh, putting like a tracking collar on Carl, mm-hmm. which is not something I had thought of. So if she did wander a little too far, you could at least know what area she's in and go go fetch her. Yeah. Yes. As long as the battery was still working. So I would know where she was up until the length of the battery. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm looking into are those types of solutions. But no, my whole point of this is that it really, I'm going to open my heart a little bit, my soul to you guys. Okay. But I feel, I never feel, I might cry actually. This might be oh. a Stephanie cry moment. I feel most at home out there. Yeah. And I've never really felt that a lot of other places. And I have a lot of fear with um, some stuff that I've been dealing with. And it feels so nice out there. I just want to figure out a way to be there more often, you know? Oh, yeah, Steph. For sure. We we want you to be able to spend as much time in nature as possible, too. (laughs) You're like an aspiration for like just going and forest bathing at every single chance you get. Yeah, it's what I, I don't know how I'm going to figure out winters. <laughs> yeah, I, fair enough. But I mean, people do it. People do yeah. it. People live in the mountains. Yeah, they do. They really do. Maybe you would find a whole different kind of beauty out there in the mountains. Like mm-hmm. just being so cozy and finding kind of a small tribe of people that also live up there that you like. Yeah, mountain people are kind of weird. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I ran into quite a few of them because we were on these like 30, 40, 50 miles up these forest roads. So in the middle of nowhere, like the only way you can get up there is through these forest roads. So remote, no cell service. And you would just run into these. The best way I can describe them are mountain people. But it looks like they just kind of live out there all summer and just kind of move about. And they're they're a little interesting, but they're really nice for the most part. But they definitely don't talk to a lot of people outside of their little group. And do they have any kind of like hotspot or internet at all? Like, do they? I don't think they do at all. Yeah, I don't think the average mountain person is buying Elon Musk <laughs> creations. <laughs> Starlink. <laughs> So if you could like kind of now that you've been spending some time dreaming about what that could look like, like what would your ideal dwelling be? Great question, Kayla. I've been thinking about this <laughs> for the past couple of days. And as soon as I got into cell service, I've been researching like off-road campers. So campers that can actually go up forest roads and are not that big, but still have like can be four season mm-hmm. campers and stuff like that. They are quite expensive. So I, I don't know. And little unknown fact about me is I have a half-finished teardrop camper at my mom's house right now. And so I could potentially finish that Ooh. and use that. 
but it doesn't have as many amenities, if you know what I'm saying. Right. But yeah, that's kind of what's been on my little mindy toodle about what I want to do. And maybe I just become a weird mountain person. So we'll see that. Maybe you guys will watch this transition over the next couple months, couple years. I don't know how long it'll take me to do this. It seems like your heart and your gut are like pulling you out there. I feel like when something makes you feel emotional like that, like that's a sign that that is like the path you're supposed to take. If you have like a physiological reaction to like wanting this thing, you have yeah, to go yeah. for it. You're yearning for it with your entire body. You gotta just like the cosmos is pulling you towards it. Yeah. And the cosmos is also pulling me towards a bong rip. So oh, yeah. I think that's well deserved. I think we should take a little smoky break and we'll be back in a minute. <laughs> Welcome back from your smoke break. Everyone is super toasty. Mm -hmm. Still drinking juice. <laughs> yeah, I've got my coffee in one hand, my juice in the other. And I'm very excited about the prospect of us driving up into the mountains to visit Stephanie one day. Yes, absolutely. <gasps> visitors. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get visitors all summer, probably. I want us to oh, have one amazing. of those microphones where it's really long. And we'll like record like sounds of the mountains. <laughs> we'll get some owls and frogs and I don't know, Sasquatch calls. <laughs> I'm personally feeling like I haven't gotten outside enough this summer because in California, you kind of have to hide from the heat a little bit. So a lot of my outdoorsy stuff was happening in the winter. And I went up to Seattle a couple of times recently and didn't really do anything outdoorsy because I just now that I, when I go there, I have people to visit. Yeah. And things to juggle. But yeah, I'm kind of very much in the city. <laughs> Though LA does have more nature than I expected it to. Like there's a lot of cool, there's mountains within driving distance like there is in Seattle. And there's a lot of oh, cool. pockets of nature. They do a better job of that down here than I was expecting. Oh, nice. But my only real new thing here with me is that I got cast on a sketch team. Yay! Which I'm really excited about it. I've been in LA now for a 51 weeks. Like next week, it'll be a year. Wow. Wow. I know. And so I've been kind of like wrestling with like putting too much pressure on myself, like feeling like I, I should be doing more. But like, I knew that it would take me a few years to get like my feet under me mm -hmm. here in the comedy scene mm -hmm. because it is freaking huge. Yeah. It's so big. There's so many people. Like when UCB does their like, improv team auditions every year, like 800 to a couple thousand people show up who have like gone through their classes and want to be on a team. And like, it's so competitive and there's just so many fucking good people, which is exciting, but also like overwhelming. And like, I just, I kind of feel like I'm still like mourning what life was like before the pandemic with like comedy. Like, yeah, yeah. was just having so much fun. Like, performing all the time. But it's also got me thinking about like how much of my own personal success I have, I put on like external validation. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. Like just being an artist and putting that pressure on yourself 
And I think when you're a performing artist, it's even worse because like you only take it so far if like your whole life people have been like, you should do this. You should do this. Like you're good at this. Right. And then suddenly being in a new city and not having any of that and all the pressure has to come from within. Oh (laughs) my gosh, Kayla. After like the pandemic too, and I'm just getting older, I do not have as much energy as I did when I was doing comedy at 25. Like I need to be at home a couple nights a week. Fair enough. Fair Mm -hmm. enough. But anyway, I got cast on a sketch team at the Pack Theater, which is a cool like indie kind of... It's like got a scrappier vibe than like UCB or Groundlings does. And it's a lot of people who just want to create and are really motivated. So I'm excited that I was kind of like put with a group of 13 people, which is really big. That's a big sketch team. I know. I've been on a team of five and I've been on a team of two. So being on a team of 13 (laughs) is a very new feel. But we're going to have a monthly show every month. (gasps) So I can put that out there that if anyone's in the LA area and wants to see my sketch team, I'm excited about it. We're called Paperback and we have a show every second Wednesday of the month. That's amazing. Kayla, you like have a built-in thing now of like you have something to be constantly generating comedy for again. Yeah, which is good. And it's nerve-wracking and it's like, it's also like, I don't know. I hope it goes well. I'm just kind of nervous. I hope it goes well. I hope we all like each other. And enjoy performing together because it's I've never been in a group that I was put on. Right. I've only made sketch comedy with people that I was like, yes, I want to make sketch comedy with you. So it's like kind of a work environment where you have to manage a lot of personalities, a lot of like writing styles. But I can't wait to see what we make. Kayla, I love that. I think it's going to go so well for you. And also like it can be really fun. I was put on a summit sketch team at the pocket where it was basically they just tag tapped a bunch of different people in the scene to be on a team. There were one, five of us and Jeff actually like put the whole thing together, but we were like kind of like a boy band sketch team like that. (laughs) And it's so interesting getting the different perspectives and voices of people who are totally different from you and who you don't necessarily already like gravitate towards and hang out with. And some really different and weird stuff can come out of it. Every time I've taken a sketch class or had anything like that, I feel like I just learn more too because I'm like, okay, the raw material I'm getting is totally different. So my editing also has to adapt to that. Does that make any sense? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Anyway, you're doing it. You're doing yeah. it. Something's happening. So that's good. <laughs> After I feel like a year. I could cry now thinking about you and then thinking about Stephanie and you finding your happiness and your purpose. Hmm. And then can yeah. I just talk a little bit about something that I feel very emotional about, which is podcasts. And <laughs> I just like, I've been in another period of time where I'm spending a lot of time with myself in my own brain. And listening to podcasts soothes my soul. And I feel really grateful and excited that that gets to be a creative outlet for me and that I'm a podcaster. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But you are. The ones that I've been listening to lately are there's a new podcast that I've been listening to called Expo Expose, which is on the Earwolf Presents podcast stream. 
And it's Jacob Wysocki and Matt Apodaca, and they go to different conventions and expos and like interview people, but they're both really funny comedians. And so listening to those episodes on repeat lately have just uh, been really, really getting me through sometimes tough days. So yeah. anyway, it's so nice to be able to share our interests with each other. I'm so high. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Grace, we have people that like reach out to us all the time about this podcast, about how it's like serves that purpose in their life as well. When like, it's nice that podcasts do that. It helps times get tough. And yeah, and you just, you want your little ear friend. My little ear friends. (laughs) Yeah, it's really, it's really helpful. It's just, it feels like a perpetuating force throughout the day of like, hey, there's someone around with you carrying on a conversation and you can just hang out and do what you need to get done. So that's my vibe. (laughs) Well, you want to know a cool vibe? Yeah, what's a cool vibe? I have Mm. a brand new segment. Never been (gasps) done before. Holy shit. And there's going to be a jingle. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's called a happy animal news break. Happy animal news break. Brought to you by Stoner Chicks. So this is just some cute little animal stories I found. And this first one makes me laugh because this actually happened in 2016. But like every year it somehow makes a round in like memed news story. It'll see Mm -hmm. people post about it. So it just kind of keeps retelling. So I thought it's time for me to tell it to you all. This takes place in Texas in a town called White Settlement. (laughs) (laughs) And in this city, there was a beloved library cat. He lived in the library his entire life. His name was Browser. He got his job as a kitten because they had a mice problem. Uh, that was in October of 2010. But then years later, a councilman decided that Browser should not be allowed to be in the library anymore because dogs weren't allowed in the library. Well, I mean, yeah, but fair enough. I think cats being in the library is an extra reason for dogs not to be allowed in the <laughs> library. So he made the it be a vote among the council if they would allow browser to keep his job or not. And the story took off like crazy and people from all over the country were writing (laughs) outraged letters (laughs) that they could not fire browser from his job. And in the end, that one councilman was the only vote to get rid of browser. And then he himself was voted out in the next election cycle. (laughs) (laughs) The cat outlasted him, predated and outlasted him. Yes. Longer term limit for the cat. (laughs) (laughs) So the cat still lives at the library. And as I said, every year I see this story like sort of recycle on the Instagram stories shared by friends. So... That's the story of Browser. No term limits for librarian cats. And then the other (laughs) story is really nice. Did y'all hear about the dolphin that saved the dog? What? No. What? A dog was on a boat with his family on a sunny day and fell off into the water. And somehow the boat had gotten too far and the dog was far away and it was starting to struggle and not be able to swim and 
all of a sudden a dolphin came up and rose up below the dog and the dog rode the dolphin back to the boat. <laughs> oh my gosh. Cute. I love Grace seeing... looks really skeptical like right now. Like she doesn't believe my news report. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's that crazy because dolphins like do nice things like that all the time. Yeah. Have you seen the video of the beluga whale that like the lady dropped her phone in the water and the beluga whale like picks it up gives and it back gives to her, it back yeah. to the boat? Yeah. Yeah. Whales are cute. Whales yeah. dolphins, I mean. So this dolphin saved this little dog. The dog rode on its back and then got back on the boat and then the dolphin took off. I'm watching a video of a dog riding a dolphin right now. (laughs) It's crazy. Oh, but this is a special friendship. What the fucking shit? I love unlikely animal friendships. Oh, it's the best. It's the best. There's a dog and a cat. I'm sure you've seen on Instagram a ton that like, or like travel with like the van life. And there's just footage all of like in the snow, in the mountains, and the cat's just like riding on the dog. Oh my God. (laughs) But that's not one of my stories. Uh, Those (laughs) were my two. I love that Grace, I could just see Grace's face while I was talking about the dolphin saving the dog. Grace was like, I don't know. This feels like fake news. (laughs) That's what your face said. Yeah. And then, like, how mind blowing to find literal footage of a dog riding a fucking dolphin. And it wasn't even the same dog and dolphin that you were talking about. (laughs) It's not even like a trained dolphin. Or unless no. it was. This dolphin just came out of the ocean and saved the dog. A mammal saving a mammal. Yeah. So cute. It's so cute. Well, that is my two animal stories. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. And thank you, listeners, for coming and hanging out with us during this wake and bake session. Yeah. And thank you so much for listening to our podcast, Stoner Chicks Podcast. We love having you around and we hope that you spread the word if you like our podcast and share episodes or go to Spotify, give us five stars there. If you want to drop us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts, that would also greatly help. We appreciate it. Furthermore, if you would like to find merch or sign up for our newsletter or find out about any upcoming live shows, such as the one that Kayla was talking about earlier you can go to stonerchickspodcast.com. Also, you can find us on Patreon with bonus episodes, like we said, patreon.com slash stonerchicks. You can find us on Instagram at stonerchickspodcast and on TikTok at broccolibroads. You can also send us physical mail if you like. We love postcards and stickers. Stonerchickspodcast, P.O. Box 80586, Seattle, Washington, 98108. And we'd love to have your high thoughts to read on the podcast. So if you have any high thoughts or just want to say hello, you can send us an email, stonerchickspodcast at gmail.com. Stephanie will harvest those. That was a weird thing to say. Mm, I do harvest them. (laughs) More than anything, we hope that you have a beautiful day. The sun is shining. Phoebe, what do stoner chicks always say? One time I smoked a bong with a dog and a dolphin, and then a cat worked at the library. (laughs) That's such a good story. (laughs) Hey, weave your story, stoners, and smoke some weed. Smoke your weed.